10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Ah. Uh. From Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss us, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty gang, huh, 12 letters My take for yours, wonder who's sales better young college kid but i never got a letter one man's trash is another man's treasure bless up then boss up but if you walk up i got something that'll off ya yeah all i ever hear is bag legend when you gonna stop doing this when you gonna start doing that when you gonna come see me when you gonna come see her look y'all need to understand something everything i do is work Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. But on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick, cut two C's, wash your pants twice. Put them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S entertains And anything that I really want I will obtain You will make a boy so we cooking up some flame Dang, I'm worth more than a milli so I rock My words will take you to another world lots of chalk Cause Rudy's got the chalk With a dip, do I walk? Must because I got it in my sock Nah, I'm playing <laughs> Yo, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist. And it's your boy Thanos Rick. He cut the music. Cut the music. Cut the music. Wait, 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 wait. Why can I cut the music? What? E, congratulations on the win. I I, I know. Hey, I'm I'm a man up. I'm a man up. I ain't too proud to admit my mistakes. What did, e, congrats, what did you say? What did you say? Congratulations on the Bengals win against the Ravens. You guys what, what, played what, very well. Joe Burrow looked great. That that D line was was looking fantastic. Your pressure, Lamar. I didn't see it coming, and you did it in Baltimore, which is even more impressive. So, E, congratulations. That was a great win. I was wrong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa! What did you say exactly? You don't don't do this. I'm, I'm, no, no, don't no, no, this. no, 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 no! What did you, you say exactly? I'm trying to give you credit, E. I'm taking the credit, <laughs> but but I'm addressing you, and I'm addressing anybody else, anybody else, because you know I was about to go off, but you had you had to get me first. You had like you you know correct. Nah, nah. What did you say? What I did said, you say? And quote. I said specifically. I did uh -huh. not see you guys winning this Ravens game in Baltimore. That's what I said. Okay. Because Lamar and the Ravens were playing very, very good. Right. You know? mm -hmm. So I didn't think you guys could pull it off. So I said, E, I don't know if you guys can win. You're probably going to lose that one. That's what I said. That's what and I you said. You said it with a laugh. I did. I did. You said it with a laugh. Yeah, did. you did. You said it. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen out here, 
to the Geek Corner, to non-Geek Corner members, to the new listeners out there, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know now. Lamar Jackson is a great QB. He's not elite, but he's probably the one, one of the most athletic. And he only lost, what, seven games now? Now we just seven. You know, for good reason. For good reason. I'm going to tell you something right now. We didn't beat Baltimore. We whooped their ass. That's what we did. Jesus we whooped their ass. We bust their head to the white meat. Lamar Jackson didn't look like Lamar Jackson against us. I'm going to tell you right now, Skip, Shannon, Stephen A., you better be talking about Cincinnati this morning. And you better, your ass better not be talking about the Cowboys, which they have a freaking bye week this week. Well, you already know they're going to talk about the Cowboys because Michael Irvin is on the show. He's on the show today on, on first take. You already know he's going to talk about it. Well, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Of course. Teddy Bruschi, you better, you best, you better put some respect on Cincinnati's name because he was the main one. This ain't their time. It's not their time yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It only, everybody picked Baltimore itself for one person, and it was Sam. She picked Cincinnati. She knew what was up. I knew what was up. I knew my team is a complete team. I know this game here is the most defining game for the season, and that puts people on notice. And what better way to put everybody on notice is not just beat, not just barely scrape by Baltimore, but whoop their ass. <laughs> now Rex Ryan choosing Cincinnati as the surprise team for the AFC, the team to look out for, the team you might want to be, be on notice about. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is is we are the kings of the north. We are the kings. Okay. All right. We are number three. I think we're number three or four in the AFC right now because they're the Raiders and uh, the Titans. I think the Raiders and the Titans are tied. I think uh, because they got the same record. I mean, we all most of us do have the same record, honestly. But um, the AFC is wide open. That's all I'm saying, though. Yeah, uh, you know, just put some respect on Cincinnati's name, man. Just 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 put some respect on our name, and everything be cool. Okay, okay. Cause people just saying, you got it. Like, oh, they gonna just bubble it up like they always do. All right, all right, all right. Keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. We whooped their ass yesterday. Period. That's all. We just whooped their ass. They got to go back to the drawing board and think about what they did because they came to this game thinking they was gonna just run, run shot all over us. I don't think so, man. We, our roster is too fat. We got two and on tight end day. Now, I didn't even know that was a holiday thing, though, Rick. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know it was a, a, a actual holiday, National Tight Ends Day. But what better way? <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Top Gun. I can't do it. I can't do it, Top Gun. What better way to celebrate Tight Ends Day to get two TDs by a tight end, CJ Uzama, man? And I'm just hey, I'm hey, man. Listen, we we kings, man. We can't. But, but he, I, I do have to say one thing. Yes. And, you know, I, I'm neutral with the NFL. Okay. Like, I've been – I'm moving away from professional football. Slowly but surely. I don't know why. What's the problem? You know, E, I, I really don't like the rules. I don't like the NFL referees. I just, I just don't – it's it's not fun to watch anymore. E, man, e, the e, rules, man. E, e, there was one play that really really pissed me off. You know, uh-huh. and, and it, it involved one of your receivers, 
And it wasn't your receiver that pissed me off. It's how the shit was ruled. E, you might remember the play. I can't remember your your Jamar Chase. I, I don't know if that was him. I, I really I really can't remember. But he, fumble, right? He caught the ball. Right. He the ref ruled it a complete pass. He right. fumbled it. He fumbled it as he's falling out of bounds. His yes, foot, he did fumble. Yes. His foot kicks the ball unintentionally. It wasn't intentional, but it was you know. But but the ball did land on his foot. Right. The Ravens recovered it. I'm thinking they didn't. Okay. They didn't recover it. I, I, no, did. I did see the replay. I saw the last camera angle. What it did, he put he he touched it. He recovered it, but his elbow was out of bounds as he touched the ball. So it was it was it was an incomplete pass. I didn't see. Had that. he recovered it and his elbow didn't touch out of bounds, it would have been a recovered fumble. So it, it did rule it as a fumble, but the defender didn't stay in bounds as he recovered it. No, so not that's him. why it was an incomplete no, pass. No, no, not him. E. There was another Baltimore defender that came and grabbed it while the ball was still in play. The ball was in bounds. No, no, no. He the bottom guy touched the ball as his elbow was out of bounds. It was already too late. No, no, the no, ball no. was already no, dead no, at that no, point. No, remember, remember when your guy caught it, he fumbled it. The ball, yeah. the ball never went out of bounds. But gotcha. your man kicked it. There was another Ravens player that came up from behind and grabbed it. I'm thinking, okay, he recovered it. That guy never went out of bounds. He never did. Yeah. Not him. The second guy grabbed the ball after the first guy touched the ball as his elbow was out of bounds. It was already dead at that point. He picked it up after the fact. So he did fumble. That is a legit fumble. But when the defender grabbed the ball, his elbow was out of bounds first. Then the second guy picked the ball up after the fact. That that's why it that that was that was the right call, Ashley. I don't. That was the right call. Top Gun even telling him. Top Gun telling you. That's so confusing. That's 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 so confusing to me. That's that's so confusing to me. Well, if if your body part is out of bounds as you as you recover the ball, you don't have the ball. Technically, your elbow is out of bounds. Your body part is out of bounds at the same time you touched that ball and recovered it. But that was already done. I have to. Had he been in bounds, it would have been Baltimore's ball. No question. I have to rewatch. He just stayed in bounds. He didn't watch himself. I have to rewatch it. I, I don't remember him going out of bounds. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I have to rewatch the play because it it so it, it, it didn't look right. It didn't yeah, look. They right. replayed it several times, but the very last camera angle showed what really happened because they they showed it where his elbow was, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's why they didn't. That's why they didn't turn around. That's why it wasn't a turnover. It, if he stayed in bounds, had he watched where he was at, Baltimore would have had the ball. No, no, it was no bones about it. It was no question about it. But he just, he just was out of bounds. That's all it was. It was on him, actually, not the ref. Yeah, yeah, you know. But it, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, cause we still bust their ass. It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't matter what they would have scored another touchdown. We still would have had forty-one goddamn points. It really wouldn't have mattered. That was a clean win. That was a clean win. It's just exactly. We only had one penalty the whole entire game. One. I mean, no, it was a clean win. It was a clean win. It's just, Thank you. I just think with the NFL in general, I'm just not really, I'm not really feeling. Eh, I don't know. I'll tell you like this. I was happy. I don't with- pay attention to the rules because I love the game so much. And honestly, yes, I don't like the taunting calls. I hate those. I mean, Detroit got a taunting taunting call like last week when I was at the game. I really didn't like that call, even though it was in our favor. I didn't like that. Because it's the it's the game, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't think that call is gonna stay in 
um, at you know for very for much longer or whatever the case may be. I understand protecting the QB, you know, the head shots, the above the shoulder shots or whatever, because you do have defenders that that hit you kind of dirty, and you do have players that hit you kind of late, and and they're doing stuff to protect the players because back then, even though we do enjoy the hard hitting. These football players don't have that much longevity health-wise. And I think that's what they're really trying to do. You still hit. Ain't no problem. You can do clean hits. They clean it up however they're gone. But, you know, I enjoy the game so much that I don't – I say fuck the rules. I don't give a damn. You know, my – you know, your team's winning. My team's winning. Some team's losing. Whatever. But you enjoy the game nonetheless. That's not going to stop me from watching it. It shouldn't stop you neither. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I just find myself like I'm, um, you know, soccer is my favorite sport. Of course, I always have been. Matter of fact, not in soccer. That's the real football. That's the real football. Let, let's go ahead and get it out there. That's the real football. But that European is European football, yes, yes. And I love F1 racing. Congrats to Max Verstappen for getting the win. I wanted Lewis Hamilton to get it, but hey, Lewis came in second. Max came in first. You know, so and, and shout out to my Hornets, man. The Charlotte Hornets out here, I think they're undefeated still. They're undefeated still. Lakers, Lakers scraped by. They scraped by last night, but they finally got a dub. <sighs> they finally got a dub, man. It was starting to get worried a little. Well, I wouldn't say get worried. It's 72 games of the freaking seasons. I ain't, I ain't really blowing this thing out of proportion with the Lakers losing two straight. You know what I'm saying? That, ah, I can't, I can't. It, like, you lose the first game of the season. Is the Lakers in trouble? No, it's seventy-two games in the season. I mean, it's it's it's, it's been questions about Russell, and you know, of course, AD and Dwight got into their little scuffle on the bench. Like, I mean, yeah. all all this is publicized, so there's a little worry, there's a little concern about the Lakers. But I think you know, LeBron will get them in line because that's LeBron. Yeah. LeBron will get them in line, so I'm not really worried about that. You know, but Golden State looks good. You know what I'm saying? They look good. Steph, Steph is looking amazing. We'll see how they do. You know, Miami. Hey, we'll see how Miami does. You know, Brooklyn. Eh. Eh. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. But, watch, but watch out for the Bucks. Because I think Giannis, this, this, is a, this is a different Giannis. I think Giannis is more motivated, and he wants that second ring. He wants yeah, it. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see if he get it. We'll, I, we'll, see, we'll see if a man's get it. I think you will see a new Giannis this season. I think you will. Well, we, we'll definitely see if he'll get it or not, man. And, and now, speaking of Baltimore here, like rewinding, you were somewhere this weekend, correct? <laughs> yes, I was at Baltimore Comic Con. Okay, and, okay. You know this whole thing with COVID, right? It it. Baltimore Comic Con, it was a great turnout. You know, people, a lot of people were there, people were dressed up, but it just didn't feel the same. Like when me and you went to different Comic Con, you were there, we were there, it was people everywhere, it was popping, you know, you had celebrity guests everywhere. It felt big, it felt like a big event. You yeah, know? no doubt. But I think with, because of COVID, and shout outs to Baltimore Comic Con, you know, the, the, the organizers of that, you know, because it it we're now getting back into full swing. You know, mm-hmm. things opening up again, people going out. You know, hell, we were in line for like I don't know, maybe an hour. The line was long because the line broke off to you know to go inside the place and to get yeah. a rapid COVID test. So you had that. 
because you were not getting in without proof of vaccination. You weren't. Oh, you yeah, weren't. yeah. That, that's how cons are these days. Yeah. So, Same way. So we had to wait for a little while. We had to wait, you know, but it was a great turnout for what it was. You know, I think next year it will be better because hopefully by that time things will be, you know, somewhat normal. But I had a great time. I took a lot of pictures. E, I sent you some. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't. The, the only celebrity guest I saw was um, what's my man? You've seen um, the Never Ending Story, right? The Never Ending Story. It's been a long time. You remember a very long time. Remember Atreyu? Yes. The guy who played Atreyu was there, signing autographs and stuff. Shit. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That was, that was really the only celebrity person that I saw there, which is weird because it's a Saturday. So you would think there'll be more celebrities there, you know, whatever, whatever. But I don't know. Maybe they're on lunch break. I don't know. But I I didn't see a whole lot. But of course, you know, you had the comics. You had, you know, your, your video game vendors. You know, I saw, you know, because it, it was a booth. My man was selling like old NES games. N64, you know, hell, I, I saw Mortal Kombat 2 in the original packaging. I was like, holy shit, he has the original box from Mortal Kombat 2. For like, it, but it was 80 bucks, though. It was 80 bucks. You know uh, Okay. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't. I was just looking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. So, you know, you had your, um again, people dressed up. I mean, great outfits. Great outfits for what it was. Um <sighs> There was one section, um, a comic book vendor, you know, he, he had the comics in the plastic or whatever, selling them things for like $3,000. I said $3,000, $4,000 for a comic. And I'm looking mm. at it. Mm. Like, you know, but the, the comics look official. They, they look official. You know, old X-Men, old Guardians, your favorite, Silver Surfer. I think that one was like $2,000. Uh, that was like 2000 you know, I, I don't know what issue that was a surfer, but it was it was it was two thousand. I said, okay, this, this this must be a, you know, a special or I don't know, I don't know. But you know, it was interesting. It was interesting. Sometimes we forget how rare comics are. You know, we forget. Sure, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And BC said it must have been great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Usually with those grades, they. Pretty much got you pegged as far as uh, how much the comics is actually worth. Like I got a Spider-Man and Venom where Venom, you know, was at the point of turning into a hero or anti-hero or whatever. I got one I can read and one is in plastic. Well, no, it's just it's I just forget how much these can these comics can go for. Because right. of course, you know, you have good comics that are, you know, like there was one vendor, hey, if you buy 20 comics, you get 20 free. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that particular section, I mean, my man, they had them all in, you know, in, in the plastic cases and, you know, it was pretty and, you know, they were, they were all older comics. Like I would say maybe from the seventies, eighties, Yeah. but you know, one's going for 2000, one for 3000, one for 5,000. I said, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, okay. Okay. But you know, it just, I, I forgot how rare some comics could be. And how much people are willing to sell them for and buy. Now, I didn't see anybody buying them, but you know, it yeah, is. Who got three racks? Who got three racks? Especially now, I mean, it's it's, it's post COVID. <sighs> I'm sure no one's going to spend that much money on a comic. Not, I mean, not now, anyway. 
So, you know. Right. I, I, Shit, hell, this comic has seen a $20,000 range, man. Believe it or not, man. It, it's just, it's just well, no, money I'm, out there. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, people are, are going through hard times right now. So I didn't see anybody spending that much money on a comic. You know what I'm saying? Less, I mean, I, I, hey, it, it is what it is. But, you know, it's, it, was, it was refreshing to see that. Because those, those yeah. were, for what I've seen, those were pretty rare comics. They were rare. Very rare. So No doubt. No doubt, man. I, I'm glad you had a good time there at Baltimore Comic Con, man. And uh, BC says my grails are Walking Dead, no, Walking Dead number one, X Men number two sixty six. That sounds oddly familiar. And those are several thousand apiece. Yeah. Are those yeah BCs? Those those have to be in the plastic special case. Oh, the first appearance of Gambit. That was X Men number two sixty six. Yeah. The, the first appearance of Gambit. Ooh, I, I know that one's rare. I know that one's rare. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, listen, man. You know, for the right fee, you know what? And, and going back to football just a little bit, I wouldn't give that football back if I was that Bucks fan. I'm sorry. That 600 touchdown pass, I would have grabbed that football and walked right the piss out that stadium. My day is done. Oh, he he gave it back to him. Yes, he did. Well, he gave well, it back. Well, hold on. Did, did did Tom ask for that ball? So Evans caught the pass, right? Evans yeah. gave the ball to a fan, but you know that he did like a, as a knee jerk reaction because no, he, you know, he gave it to a fan. And then I think Tom was like, "Hey, you gave that to a fan? That's about six hundred ball, dog." And then Bam was like, "Oh snap! I didn't know, dog." And then um, somebody from the Buck staff went up to that fan and asked for that ball back, and he gave the and I don't know, he must have, I don't know what he did, I don't know how he finessed him or what, yeah. but he yeah, gave yeah. the ball back to the guy, to the Bucks official. Fuck that. I ain't doing that. That ball is probably like worth a lot. People is, is estimating that ball was worth 750K. I mean, I, I would believe it. I mean, that's the 600. Tom Brady? Come on, man. Tom Brady. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. But I mean, I, I, I can see why Tom wanted that ball back. I get it. I get Understandable. It. You got 300, 400, and 500 ball. You don't need a 600, dog. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. That that ball alone could change that man's life financially. So what am I getting for giving this ball back? Super Bowl tickets. That's yeah. All right, that's cool. That's cool. I ain't get no money out of it. What like permanent season tickets, like to the to the Bucks games. Cool. I got it. I can actually sell that actually for a higher rate. Technically, I don't know. I would have. I would have said, look, have Tom come see me personally so we can talk it out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Matter of fact, matter of fact, make sure Giselle's there too. <laughs> I'm like, listen, bro, I'm I'm not giving you this ball until Tom sees me personally after the game. Yes. If he sees me personally after the game, we can talk about it. And, I, and then we can just sit down like, bro, look, I always want to meet you, this, that, and the third, but listen, this ball can literally change my life. Hey, hey, I would have said, look, Tom, look, get Give me your game shoes and your jersey. Autograph them. Here's the ball. Yeah, hey, hey, hey even better, <laughs> even better. This is the matter, jersey. Matter of fact, Tom matter Brady. Fact, matter of fact, <laughs> if that helmet's available, give me the helmet too. <laughs> give me the helmet too. Give me, give me all the clothes. Give me all of them. The pants, the, the jersey, the helmet, the shoes. You give me those. You mm-hmm. sign those. Mm-hmm. And I'll and, and right there, that's a few million right there. That's a nice exchange. Get the ball. Yeah, you man. you just leave in your pass, though, yeah, and man. the football. Yeah, man. That's what I would have did. That's what yeah. I would have personally. Easily. Yeah. Easily. 
all it takes is a little negotiation, but he did, I guess on he was on national television, people gonna like have the cameras on him and he didn't want to look a dick on TV. But no, no, no. Bump all that. I'm gonna give a piss about these people. No. I'm on my ends. Tom and Giselle, come see me after the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and you know, we'll we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Exactly. I don't care about the people. Man, what, let them think what they want to think. I got 750k in my hand right now. Do you have that? No, you do not. Stay mm-hmm. out of my business. Stay out of my personal affairs. Tom, give me your jersey and your and your cleats and the pants. Sign them all and the helmet too, and I will give you this ball. Thank you and good night. <laughs> That's easy, easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Ah man, I would not do that. Just willingly give the ball back, man. That's mm-mm. that's that's stupid. That's stupid. But then again, now Tom could have done that willingly. He could have like, listen, here's a jersey dog. I understand, you know, you got yeah. this and this. You know, no, Tom, Tom could have just done that. No, honestly, Tom, no, Tom, give me the shoes too and the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And I want a picture. So have Giselle. Hey, come here, Giselle. Come here. Come on, get in the picture. Get in the picture. And Tom, <laughs> too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we ain't doing that, dog. Uh, I don't spend, I don't spend my hard-earned cash to be up front at the goal line. You know that, you know those tickets cost a little grip. That shit costs money, man. That shit. Exactly. I don't spend my hard-earned cash, and an NFL player gives me the football, and it just so happened to be the six hundredth pass. Yeah, man. Touchdown pass that Tom Brady had. No, you come see me after the game. Yeah, man. We'll talk. Tampa Bay, I mean, those tickets are, are on fire. So it's like, shh. Easily, easily. Nah, it's all right, though. It's all right. Nah, nah. Too late for that. Now, <clears throat> now the next bit of news I hear now, because this, this is the stuff that was circling around here um, over the past. About Charlotte Flair. So, um, what I don't happened? know, you knew. So, Okay, there was this backstage altercation between um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair at SmackDown. And <clears throat> there was a lot of uh, talk as far as what's been going on and who's who's on whose side and and whatever and whatnot. So I was surprised you haven't heard about that thing, Oshri, because it's been actually circling around. Hold on, so what, what, what exactly happened? What happened? So, so there was a belt exchange. Um, there was a belt exchange between Becky and Charlotte because, you know, Charlotte is coming to SmackDown. Right. Becky's going to Raw. Right. So they had to do this little belt exchange. So now, according to Fightful Select, the SmackDown script for the title swap segment called for Becky to grab the SmackDown women's title away from Charlotte and brag about being Becky two belts before Sonya Deville will order her to hand the Raw title over to Charlotte. In the actual segment on television, the title was dropped to the mat and Charlotte picked it up. And um, after the segment concluded, there was a shouting match backstage. And we was told that Charlotte has stated that dropping the title was accidental. And Fightful also has been told that Charlotte Flair was asked to leave the venue before Becky Lynch's dark match concluded as to avoid further confrontation and to let things cool off. Now, um, that Charlotte's friendship with Becky has been strained for some time and wrote that people close to the situation say Flair didn't appreciate being called plastic during a promo a couple of years ago, and it's been a tense since. Now, Vince was said to be unhappy as well that Charlotte left the gorilla position without talking to him 
And McCarthy also reported that Charlotte had made a pitch to drop the Raw women's title to Bianca Belair clean on Raw. Which is unrelated. But um, Charlotte did pitch that idea that you know she was going to drop the title to Bianca clean or whatever the case may be. But the whole the premise of it is the title exchange. When the title got dropped to the mat, in a sense, they kind of like viewed as disrespectful or disrespectful to the title or whatever the case may be. But Charlotte's saying it's accidental. Now, there's more news. Um, according to Keller, he said, I specifically reached out to people in seeking out Charlotte's side of, the, of this because it does. From the people I've been talking to, it just feels so one-sided. And these are people I trust and I talk to them about other things. Now, this isn't I'm talking to people who are anti-Charlotte. It's just sort of people in the WWE I talk to. Now, some wrestlers and others who are just reliable and stuff they tell me seems agenda-free and is played out as standing the test of time. So, um, Kelly continued, Charlotte has been uh, isolating herself from the rest of the locker room. There's not a lot of friendliness back interaction, and she's kind of in her own world now, and so she's just not endearing herself to the locker room in any way. Now, it's not like that makes them side against her, but that's a center of people are wondering what's going on with her and that she's just in her own head and overreacting to things and over scrutinizing things and questioning everything and worried that she's not been given the protection and the spotlight and the being portrayed as a level higher than everybody else. And others are saying, well, what makes you think you're better than us? And at that level, to that degree, and if you were, it's a very ungracious way and kind of a paranoid way to go. Now, the last thing that Charlotte feels she can get away with, because that's just not enough depth on the roster to punish her. Right now, they got networks that want ratings, and they did a draft and evenly divided it, and they were punished. They were to punish Charlotte at this point. Now, you're reducing a weak SmackDown roster even more, and they just don't think they can afford to do that. Becky is being viewed as the hero in this situation because she stood up to Charlotte in such a way backstage. And so, it seems like there's no one siding with Charlotte because she's been a little uh, isolated. So Charlotte was mad that the belt dropped to the to the mat. Well, Charlotte accidentally dropped it to the mat and, and she's saying it was an accident. So the argument ensued backstage between Becky and Charlotte. It got real heated. And uh, Becky had a dark match, but they told Charlotte to leave. So, um, and then you you remember uh, a few weeks ago, maybe not last month or two, that, you know, she had a little thing with Nia Jax, like, on national television. People were like, uh, this don't look like the actual match. Something is going on here. And you kind of can go back to that. But they were saying she's, like, isolating herself and, you know, not being mean to anybody, but you know, she's a little bit more isolated than usual. So and people so, try to figure out what's going on with her. So all this is, is due to a title, <sighs> title exchange? Is I mean is, is is that really Well it's a title exchange that didn't go the way it was supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how okay me and you are supposed to come out and do a certain segment. We done talked about it, we done rehearsed it, we ought to know what we're gonna do and then it takes a left turn. And that can be frustrating. That can be very annoying. That can be very frustrating to be, especially if you practice this, something as important as a title exchange because those titles are supposed to be viewed as equal 
in, in a way, so when you and it drops to the mat, it's almost like mm, one is one one is more important than the other, or one star is bigger than the other type thing. But Charlotte's saying it's an accident, which I understand. I mean, it can very well be an accident. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't think Charlotte would do anything purposely. But so people Becky, are saying that you know so she Becky just took it the wrong way. So Becky took it the wrong way then. That's what I'm hearing. I don't think she took it the wrong way per se, but I think Charlotte has, um, according to these reports here, I think Charlotte has been isolating herself and she hasn't been the friendliest person in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? So when Becky was standing up to Charlotte, there was people in the locker room that was pretty much 100% behind Becky because that's somebody that stood up to Charlotte, basically. And you can't really punish her because the investors need her on TV. And maybe Charlotte knows that, that you can't really just do anything to me right this moment because I'm Charlotte. And for me not to be on TV, that's detrimental to you. And I think Charlotte knows that. I mean, E, we all know that. We all know that. I mean, Charlotte... I can make a case. Charlotte is still head of the pack when it comes to the women's division on WWE. I can make that case, you know, or I can say, well, hey, you know, Charlotte is 1A and Bianca is 1B. Either way, Charlotte is still is still up there. When mm-hmm. they mention about the ratings, yes, Charlotte, I mean, she she's a draw, lover or hater. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte is still Charlotte Flair. and She's, you know, it is what it is. You can't take that right. away, away from her. You know, you know, love to Becky and everyone else, but I mean, it's Charlotte and Bianca. And if, if you want to throw in Sasha Banks, go ahead and throw in Sasha too. Sasha's a draw. So it, too. It, it 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 sounds like how should I say this, man? How should I say this? I'm, I'm, As you're thinking, it says, uh, I don't hear anyone defending Charlotte in this. Somebody in so many words said Becky is a hero to the locker room for calling out Charlotte and not letting her get away with what she does. Okay. So it's almost like this ain't the first time this has happened. Like, this okay. is frequent. Okay. So that, that sounds to me that Charlotte is receiving favoritism and she do, do whatever the fuck she wants to do because she's Charlotte's flair. That ego. That, that's how that comes off to me. One can speculate. I'm not in the locker room, but from reading this without like assuming just by that sentence alone or that paragraph, it seems like Charlotte's been doing this. You know, this is not just a first incident. You know, I think this just came out, but I think there was other incidents too. But Charlotte did put play the case though. She did put a case out for Monday that she dropped the title to Bianca Clean before Crown Jewel. Right. Clearly, somebody didn't like that idea. Yeah, because and someone still wants Charlotte as champion. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Which which lets me further know there may be some people in the back that really aren't feeling Bianca as champion. But here's the thing about this, which makes it very interesting. If Charlotte would have dropped that title to Bianca, Bianca would win the crown jewel. However, you would have got predictability as far as. Who was going to retain? Because if Bianca would have went there as champion, you automatically knew Becky was going to retain her championship because she's going to Raw. 
Like you want to have Bianca two belts, you you know you wasn't going to have that at Crown Jewel, which is technically a glorified house show. You know, it's not a pay per view per se. It's you know it's damn near it's in the middle of the day, so it's 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 Saudi's WrestleMania. That's basically what it is. So they're not doing that. They're not doing that Becky two two belt angle again. That ain't happening. No, 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 no. they're not going to do that. But so Becky retaining her championship belt. Or what could have happened is this. Bianca beats Charlotte. Charlotte is now in the triple threat. And now Becky retains. And Charlotte still is on SmackDown. And now you got a feud between Bianca and Charlotte. With Charlotte chasing the belt. So, I mean, you could have easily done that too. But, and I think that was really Charlotte's idea. But it didn't went with that. They didn't go with that idea. But that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think people in the back want Bianca as champion. And if they do... Oh, it, it, at least right now. It, it ain't gonna be for long. I, it's like you know when when Sasha came back and beat Bianca for that title, the way she did, that was kind of like okay, okay. To, I mean, to me, I, I don't know how you took it, but to me, it seems like they were waiting for Bianca to lose that title. Uh, well, true. you know, what and, I mean? um, Mark, Mark says maybe this whole situation could have been avoided if they didn't screw Bianca over. <laughs> but no. Listen, Mark, Mark, hey, Mills do not like Becky at all. Well, no, that's, is, but, but that's what I'm saying. It, it it seems like, and Mark, I hear you, but people still like Becky. And people, love her or hate her, people, very powerful people still want Charlotte as champion because they know what Charlotte brings to the table. And as far as Bianca goes, I'm I'm starting to feel like Bianca is going to get screwed again and again. Even, even even if she wins that title back, I don't think it's gonna be for long. So like, here's like, my thing on Bianca. Like like, 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 I don't think I don't think they want Bianca to be the face of women's wrestling. I'll, no, I don't hey, even think hey, it. I, I, I'm gonna say I don't that. Think it's that. I don't think it's that yeah. deep. I, I think honestly, what happened with that particular situation with Becky and Bianca at SummerSlam, if I if SummerSlam is the one. So it, it, you got to go deeper than that. Because with Sasha, Sasha was supposed to meet Bianca, but for unknown reasons, Sasha wasn't able to be there for SummerSlam. Now, she wasn't able to be there for those house shows a week or two weeks prior to that, neither. So, And she has yet to release any information, and she's not going to. Um, that's her business. So they had to call her Audible, and they had to call Becky, because they needed somebody high profile to face Bianca at SummerSlam because this happened to Bianca before and they had to put somebody up against Bianca last minute and they moved her championship match from pay-per-view to SmackDown when she returned her championship belt. So this ain't the first time this happened to Bianca, but they couldn't do Carmella again. So that's why you got the reaction Carmella. That's why Carmella got the reaction she did when she why came out because like, why not? No, I want to see that shit. But the highest profile person, huh? Naya. Why not Naya Jax? Naya was on Raw. Naya's a Raw Raw person at that time. She's a Raw roster. Bianca SmackDown. It wasn't going. It wasn't going to translate. It wasn't going to translate. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're so right. you know the highest profile person you could bring is Becky, and this is Becky's first match. This is Becky's first match in a year or well ten months because you know she had a kid. Eleven months. So, you know, after she had a kid, you know, two months later, you know, she was still taking care of the kid and then, you know, her daughter. And then at that point, she's back. So 
you can't expose her because you got to make it short and sweet. And they asked Bianca, she found out at the very, 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 very last minute. And things change. Cards are subject to change. You know that little fine print that's on the on wrestling cards whenever we go to a show? Cards are subject to change. This is this is that small print. So why and, so why even have the match, E, at SummerSlam? Why you got you, to have the match because you why? advertise it so much with Bianca going up against Sasha up until a certain point, and then at the last minute, Sasha can't can't attend. That's not Bianca's fault or the WWE's fault. They so, got to advertise it because so, that that's what that was one of the main event matches. So you can't just snatch it out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you can't so, just do that. So so you snatched the title away from Bianca to prove you took what? it to prove. Okay, that, that, what are you trying to prove hear, with that? Hear, hear me out. Now, I if I would have done this differently, here's what I would have done. I would have put Becky in there, Carmella in the match, make it a triple threat. Have Bianca look strong. Have Becky definitely look strong because this is her first time back. Have Carmella, you know, pull a swerve on Becky, like, you know, toss out the ring or something like that. But Becky wanted to come back as a heel. That was before SummerSlam. So you can't have her do a babyface bump. You got to have her as a heel. What better way for her to be a heel than do what she did at SummerSlam? Because nobody likes Becky. Mills don't like Becky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mission accomplished at that point. So now that particular result, I didn't like. I'm not agreeing with it, but I understood it because of what Becky wanted to do before SummerSlam. They just fast forwarded it because Sasha was out. But if Sasha was in, Becky wouldn't have shown up until later. So if, if Sasha showed up, you wouldn't have that, Be- that Bianca result. Bianca probably would have retained or, or whatever the case would be, and on to the next one. And then you would have a Becky match, and then Becky probably would have beat Bianca in some kind of way that make you don't like Becky because Becky wanted to come back as a heel. Now, okay. Okay. in the triple threat match, though, she looked incredibly strong in, in the triple threat match. She looked incredibly strong in the, in the Raw Women's title match because Charlotte initially wanted to drop the title to Bianca clean. So... This is what I was saying last week. A loss doesn't always mean a burial. Bianca is not buried. She's still in the upper echelon. And as of right now, Becky, I, you know, Becky actually lost clean to Sasha, actually. But, you know, Becky's on, on Raw now, so it don't really don't matter. So who's bigger than Becky Lynch? Charlotte. Well, why not? Right? Why not grab? Okay, back to SummerSlam. Why not grab? Yeah. Why not grab someone from NXT that's real popular? They ain't going to do that no more because NXT is 2.0. There's no longer the old NXT that we know. Oh, fuck. You forgot fuck. it. Fuck all You forgot. It. Fuck you all forgot it. You forgot, fuck didn't you? Just, just fuck it. Fuck you it. forgot, didn't you? NXT 2.0 is what you always been telling, telling me NXT is. It is developmental now. Why yeah. would you even do that? I, I don't care anymore. All this is all. It's all <laughs> Why it's would all you even do that? I'm, I'm giving up. you. Look, it's I'm giving you the parameters, up. dude. I'm giving you the parameters. <laughs> I'm giving you what's been given, and the best choice you could have done for SummerSlam because that is the that is your that is your WrestleMania for the summer is to give you Becky. You got to get somebody big and somebody that is not aligned to any particular roster. She can show up at any point at anything. So she was the best choice. For Bianca to face somebody. Everybody you suggest, Raw or on NXT? There's nobody else besides Sasha that was going to be as big, except for Becky. 
Charlotte was already champion at that point. So you had to. So have you couldn't have them face. So you had to have someone high profile. Like you, you had you to have, to have it's SummerSlam. You got to have somebody high profile. You know, you know how WrestleMania and SummerSlam do. You know this. Okay. Well. Yeah. You care. know this celebrities or whatever. But hear, but hear this. Hear me out on this. Hey, the whole thing gives me a headache. Now, I know it, it gives it, you a it, headache, it, but, it, you, but 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 when I break <laughs> things down to you, you start. You say, you know what? I don't, I do understand. E. Charlotte's on SmackDown, right? Bianca. I think is Bianca still on SmackDown? I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to say okay. I'm gonna just say for the sake of argument, Bianca's <laughs> on SmackDown still. If Bianca's still on SmackDown, who's bigger than Becky Lynch? Charlotte Flair. Who can who can beat Charlotte Flair for the title at WrestleMania? Bianca. So who's to say Bianca will not face Charlotte at WrestleMania? Who's to say that's not going to happen? I'm not saying that because that's what I wanted initially in the first place. That's what I really wanted. Honestly, I really wanted Bianca and Charlotte, and I wanted Bianca to go over. And maybe this will actually happen. If the ends justify the means, I am cool with it. I can look past this whole SummerSlam situation because I think there's bigger shit out there for Bianca. I know there is. WrestleMania. So, so I can't just hang on to SummerSlam. I can't do it. I mean, WrestleMania. I mean, that's, that's the next obvious destination for Bianca's WrestleMania. We know that. We know yeah, that. Yeah, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series. And then, you know, going back to B-Seats. B-Seats, I don't know if they want Bianca to be the face. I don't know. Because the, the, the way they're playing it, it just doesn't feel that way, B-Seats. Now, B-Seats, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, B-Seats, I hope you're right. But it doesn't, it doesn't feel like they want Bianca to be the face because of, of how they've been treating her. So it... it Again, it just can't. They ain't even burying her, man. She, she hasn't been in no Brian panties matches. She ain't been in no like. She hasn't been in no thirty second matches after after SummerSlam. Like she one handed lifted someone up in the air. I know, I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a burial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I can't say she's being treated badly. I can't say that. I as much as I critique oh, not, WWE, I can't I'm say not, that. I'm not saying being treated badly. E. I just yeah. It doesn't. Feel like they're preparing her to be the face the way they've been treating her. It it just gotcha. it, seems, it seems odd what they're mm-hmm. doing. That's all. That's gotcha. all. I mean, BC's maybe you're right. Long game. I get it, but it it I, I don't understand that path. It, well, it, it it doesn't make sense to me. Gotcha. And plus, so when, and plus, we have to think about you know Bailey. Bailey gonna be back soon. So how does uh, Bill? I don't know about soon, but she'll be back. So how how does Bill you know fit back in all this? Because yeah, Bailey may be on. Bailey may go to Raw. Who knows? Oh, Bailey I mean, may stay on SmackDown. But Bailey, how, but think about it. When, when Becky first showed up, Bailey's still top tier. She True. ain't no 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 pushover. So when Bailey gets back, and she will come back, yeah. How how they gonna fit her back in all this? When you know I, I will say this that once. A, a wrestler reach a level of superstardom, we tend to forget how long it took for them to get there. When Becky and Bailey and Sasha first showed up on the scene, they were not immediate faces. They wasn't. That's true. It took them a minute. Bianca, like BC is saying, is super young. So who's to say she won't be the face? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the long game. Like, like BC saying, this is the long game. It is. It wasn't an immediate. Put this person on the main. You know. On you know. It's not. It's not. It's the long game. It's definitely the long game. 
And and, and Mios is right too. Nobody's talking about Oscar. I don't know where Oscar is. That's just I've got an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Where, where is she? I forgot about Oscar. Where yeah. is she? Like I I mean, there's no rumors out there about her contract or whatever. Maybe she's injured. I'm not sure. Or maybe they they're they're waiting on bringing her back, and maybe they're going to build her up to being this undefeated monster again, which I I really do hope. I really do hope. You know, I'm still waiting to see how they do with Tony Storm. <sighs> Tony, like, Tony, Tony. I like Tony Storm. I do. I do. You know, so yeah, she's I'm, legit. I'm, I'm waiting to see how they how they see this. I got a fucking headache, man. This. It makes my head hurt. There's a lot of going. There's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> it's a lot. fucking headache, man. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, Lil Morgan, I don't know, man. Nothing, I, like, no, I wasn't nothing as, meals. Nothing meals. Liv ain't winning shit. She ain't winning a goddamn thing. Meals. She ain't. I, 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 I thought they was. I thought she was going to win the Queen's Crown, but after she got eliminated, I was no longer interested. Be honest with you. I was no longer interested in the Queen's Crown. Now, Dewdrop actually got me interested again because that was a that was a surprising win, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I may be I may be back." But you know, after that, I was like, "Yeah, hmm, hmm, nah. I feel like Liv Morgan should have been the one." But I, I understand Zelina Vega. I understand it. I understand it. Um, Xavier Woods, I ten times understand that. I 100% understand that. There's no question about understanding that, but um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I did understand. I mean, the, the you know, the Shayna Baszler loss, I, I get it. I don't know, man. No wrestling company is 100% perfect. I, I, I'm going to put that out there. You know, AEW is not perfect. They got some tightening the screws to do. Um, WWE is not perfect. You know what I'm saying? There's stuff that we like and stuff that we don't. <laughs> and sometimes the booking is questionable you know, on WWE side of the thing. We just question things. But I think we've watched WWE so much that we can really critique every bit and piece of WWE because for a long time before w- AEW showed up, that was the only main wrestling company to watch. And they knew that, and they can just throw anything they want on TV, and nobody's going to be upset about it. You're going to be upset, but we're still going to make our billions. You know what I'm saying? But now AEW is here. And you can tell AEW is in their head to a degree because they're booking different. Like they are acting different. Vince McMahon is at his best. It has been said several times when he's in competition. With someone else. That's when he's at his best. That's when he booked things better. That's when you get these matches that are classics. That you know, that's when you get this and that and the third. And you know, AEW is running on a different time slot. They're running on a different day, uh, or whatever the case may be. They did that 30 minutes over on AEW Rampage, Thanos Rick, and you know, AEW won the demo. They won a demographic for those first 30 minutes. So I hear you. <laughs> Mio 38, I just want to see Ruby Soho versus Jay Cargo. All right, Mio. I, I done told you. I done told you. <laughs> I done told you. But um now, yeah, like there's a there's a TBS women's title tournament 
AEW has. They just released the brackets. There is a world title eliminator tournament for AEW. Like, I, I'm a big fan of tournament wrestling. I am. Because you are able to put all these performers at the forefront. And they don't necessarily have to be a title on the line. Like, you can literally just have a straight, a good match. You can just have a good match and just be entertaining. Not everybody got to have the title. But still. We, we'll see, Thanos. We'll see. We'll see. Man, I don't I don't know what's going on with Charlotte. I didn't know the comment that Becky made or, you know, about Charlotte being plastic because I think she did have some plastic surgery, I think. I Well, I know she did. I think she had, like, breast augmentation. I think she... I think she got some face stuff done, if I'm mistaken. And Mia's 38 said she definitely did. She definitely did. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. This, and this whole thing could be a could be a work. It could be a work. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Top Gun, like, sure, she didn't do anything to that backside. Wow. 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 So, Thanos Rick, I got one more bit of news out here for us. And, uh, Thanos Rick, you there? Yeah, E. I still have my headache. It's still here. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you fight your headache, bro? Oh my gosh, man! You, did you take some ibuprofen? Yeah, I will. I will. Two, three. Yeah, take three of them. I gotta take something. I gotta take something. Yeah. Now, BCs. Now, I I don't know for sure that there's some face stuff. I don't know for sure. I don't know, but I know she got breast augmentation. I know that that, that I do know. But everything else, I don't know that that she's done anything else. But whichever. So, um, this is in regards to the Guardians of the Galaxy here. Now, it's been a good couple of years for comic book-related superhero games. The genre blew up the 2000s with hits like Batman, Arkham Asylum, and X-Men Legends. But it didn't last too long. Recently, games like Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers have lit up the charts. With Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad killed the Justice League on the horizon, the genre looks better than ever. Now, nestled comfortably... In their Idols Montreal's latest effort, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy announced as somewhat of a surprise over the summer with a frighteningly imminent release date and comic fans and gamers alike instantly took notice. Now, there's a lot of moving parts here that much like the Guardians should really work against each other. Instead, Idols Montreal has created a flarking masterpiece. Guardians of the Galaxy is a rock and roll adventure that has us itching for a second playthrough. Now, Guardians kicks off with the team down on their luck, trying to find a way to make some fast cash. The most recent plan involves catching a fearsome beast to sell the infamous Lady Hellbender, but that plan backfires, and the team winds up being captured by the Noble Corps and slapped with a fine. Now, it's a perfectly fine setup for a video game, which makes it all more interesting as a distraction for the real plot, which we obviously won't be spoiling in final details. Per CBR. Now, when the Universal Church of Truth started slowly taking over the galaxy, the Guardians have no choice but to step up and save the day. After all, the only way they'll get their fine paid. Now, the gameplay for our um, run clocked in at around 20 hours. 
But the story genuinely never rests on its laurels. Every chapter is rife with twists and adventure, and it all kettles and grows right through to the end credits. So this is a 20-hour, approximately 20-hour game, which I feel like that's going to have DLCs. But according to the title, it says it is the best comic book game since Batman Arkham Asylum. I'm getting this game. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm getting this game. That's a strong statement. Now, that, you played Arkham Asylum, haven't you? That game was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that game was incredible. Okay. All right. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of prefer Arkham City. I did like Arkham City because I was out in Gotham City just flying around and solving uh, riddles. Just doing random, you know, stops or whatever, trying to solve Victor Zaz, you know, mysteries and stuff like that. It's a, it's a different feel. It's a different feel. But. Well, I mean, I, isn't there a, a trailer out or um, some some clips? Because I, I think I remember seeing something, some gameplay or something. It might have been, I don't know, maybe like a sneak peek or something. But I remember seeing some. Yeah, garden. yeah, yeah. Gameplay. It, it looked it looked pretty pretty damn good. It looked pretty damn. Yeah, good. it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. it's on YouTube. Yeah, you know, it's definitely on YouTube. Um, Marvel Spider Man, like that has tons of replayability, like tons. Like I delete the game, but I can always because it's always automatically saved and all that. Um, I can delete the game and come back to it, and I, it just the game is just incredible. Spider Man is just. Just all aspiring. That's probably one of the best superhero games, period. But I have not played Guardians of the Galaxy, but I do feel like there's going to be DLCs out of the wazoo. Um, Probably. You know Probably. what I'm saying? I, I feel like Nova's going to be in there. I feel like there's going to be a Thanos appearance. There might be a Nihilus, you know, Galactus or Fantastic Four. You know, I, I don't know. Eh, but maybe, I feel like... Maybe not right, Nova. Maybe not Nova. Well, you got the Nova Core. I mean, why not Nova? Yeah, I think they might wait to pull that trigger. To be yeah. honest, maybe Adam Warlock. Well, Adam's coming in, in Guardians Three, so that that would make sense. Like, I don't, I don't see Marvel releasing any people like that until they're introduced first on screen mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't know. But I, I think a Nova movie is coming. Adam will be in Guardians Three. So, you know, but I, I think Marvel's being very careful with their characters now because it's it's been some delays with these movies and you know it's been some changes. So it 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 you know changes. Yeah, man. Yeah, changes if you will. But I mean, some people's complaining like, oh yeah, why is not multiplayer? Everybody could play together. I'm like, that that's cool. That's straight. I mean, I like the idea. Who's to say that's not gonna be a DLC? But yeah, Spider Man I mean, wasn't a wasn't a multiplayer, but again, it is Spider-Man, right? You could just use Venom. You could bring Venom in there, but I think Venom's going to be in a new Spider-Man game anyway. But I mean, I like the single-player aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of want to kind of want to enjoy the game for what it is without having the multiplayer, because sometimes when you do have multiplayer, it takes away from the single-player campaign. People don't pay attention to that as much. And you might have people chime in and say, I play a single-player. That's cool, but it's a but that's a percentage compared to a larger audience. And a larger audience, you're going to see 
the majority of people play multiplayer. And I, and I do like the single player aspect of it. Now, I'm not opposed to multiplayer on Guardians where you could play one of the characters or whatever the case may be. But I can see where it can get com- I can see where it get complicated from that because I might want to be Star Lord forever in a day. Right. You know, I'm used to playing Star Lord, but you know, you might want to be Star Lord, but you can't pick him because I'm already Star Lord. So you're forced to pick somebody else that you don't normally play with. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it that's where it can get complicated. You know, I mean, unless you do that clone thing where you know you just have multiple Star Lords out Star Lords out here. But I mean, yeah. Maybe 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 we'll do that. Maybe maybe they'll give us a multiplayer Guardians of the Galaxy. Who knows? Who knows, man? But let check it, man. Listen, if you have not visited our website, go to orangevenusmedia.com. And you can get the single issues of Orange Phoenix Magazine. Just to let you know, orangephoenixmedia.com, click on magazine. You can get the single issues of Orange Phoenix Magazine, and including the most recent issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine. And November edition will be just as good. I'm very, very excited about that. There's some articles I'm really, really excited about. Still working diligently on it. Um, as you notice with the most recent issue, there's a little bit of a new format with that. Shout out to Brittany, Brittany Savannah. And, um, What's up, Brittany? And because, yeah, she's been working hard, man. I, I edited her for Orange Phoenix Magazine. And Mews 38 said, random question. Have y'all seen Megan the Stallion's Halloween costume? I have yet to see that, but I heard things. I've heard things. Speaking of Megan the Stallion, I got to go get that hot sauce. <laughs> I got to get that hot sauce. I heard it. I heard that thing's fire, man. I, I heard it. I heard it slap. I heard it slap, man. I heard it slap, man. And people don't realize, though, man, like people like, you know, that they, they love Megan, like her videos and stuff like that. But like she watches anime, like some of this stuff that she put in her music videos are from anime. I mean, and some people like, I don't watch that cartoon shit, but you are watching that cartoon shit. You just don't realize you are. Nah, there, there are people out there who watch certain things, but they don't want to, you know, say it. They, they don't want to say it. That's all right, though. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and speaking of which, thank you, BCs. Um, now, if you are in the Columbia area or you visiting Columbia area, just go to Sand Hills because there is a new ramen shop in Sand Hills. Um, yes, Minkoi. What's it ramen called? Ramen shop. Minkoi. It's in Sand Hill? Yep. It's in Sand Hill. You know the ramen shop that was on Main Street? Well, not on Main Street, but in town, in the city? No. Okay. That was, that was a little bit of a small one anyway. It's kind of like in between some shit, but okay. they opened up a second restaurant and it's currently in Sand Hills. I rolled through Sand Hills uh, Saturday. Yeah, I rolled through Sand Hills Saturday. And how does Sand Hills look? look? Because last time I was there, it looked like a damn ghost town. <laughs> it's got. <laughs> it's gotten. Look, I'm, I, it's getting better. Because I'm gonna be honest with you about Sand Hills. Sand Hills is an expensive place to do business. If you have a building in the Sand Hills, that rent is ridiculous from what I've heard. But Sand Hills is the outlet, kind of like an outlet type of area, but it's not the outlet. But you can walk outside, go to restaurants and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, the looks of Sand Hills is is great, but the rent is just so goddamn high. And I think it's not the people. I think 
you know, they don't want to pay their rent. But the stores are filling back up, though. I, I will say that. Like, the empty spaces, they're okay. filling back up with, like, Minkoy, like that, like the ramen shop. The ramen shop, I feel like it's going to be booming. Honestly, just for the size, you can eat up in there, man. It's just, I feel like that's going to be the spot. I feel like that will be the spot. Okay. So, uh, okay. Yeah, it, it, it is getting better. It, it's getting better. I, I, COVID <laughs> didn't do Sand Hills any favors. <laughs> I, I say that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Hilarious. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, BC was saying um, two summers ago when there was like four rates and beatings in the bathrooms, ran a ton of people out of there. I, I didn't even know that was going on. Wait, there was what now? What happened? He, he said there was four rates and beatings and or beating or beatings and the bathrooms ran a ton of people out. That I think that was when St. Hills first got there. That was years ago though. I don't rem- I don't remember that. I didn't I, didn't I don't that. remember that. I heard anything of that going any of that going on. Yeah, because I was working at that movie theater when it when it opened. Because <laughs> e, I don't no E, I don't think you know, because movies on Polo Road. I used to work there, and then we made the switch over to Sand Hill. So mm-hmm. I was there when that movie theater opened up, and I don't mm-hmm. remember. I don't remember anything about no rapes. Yeah, I heard nothing about that either, man. Like that would have been all plastered all over the news. Didn't uh, see any any of that. Yeah, B seats. I was there, man. I was there. I was working there. I was I was an usher, and I tore tickets at yeah at the front. You was a usher. <laughs> yeah, man. He was an usher at a full of role movies. Yeah, oh man. my I, gosh, that was I got that job in two thousand and three. I was there. In Holy smokes, man! Holy then, smokes! Then Sand Hill opened up around I think oh four oh five. I was there. I was there for for that initial. <laughs> so yeah, but man. you know what? Sand Hills really was a nail in the coffin for Columbia Mall on two nights. That was really the nail in the coffin for that mall, to be honest with you. Columbia Mall been dead. Let's look. Yeah, I mean, it been dead. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, because I think there was like shooters and stuff that was going on out there. There was some shit that was going on over there. And then a lot of stores just kind of like, just fuck it, I'm out. And here comes Sand Hills, and Sand Hills was a nail in the coffin for that. <laughs> it's like, well, I ain't got to go all the way down two notch. I can go to Sand Hills, get my stuff. So, and there's. there's there's two malls, really. There's Columbia Mall and there's Columbiana. Columbiana is like on the other side of Columbia, which is better, basically. Yeah. But oh Jesus Christ, which which I feel like <laughs> it should be swapped, right? Because Columbia Mall has an escalator and everything. It's upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, and Columbiana is not, but Columbiana got more shit there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off on one floor. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, Dutch Square, uh, Richland Fashion. I mean, it, it, there's there's a lot of shopping plazas in Columbia. Richland Fashion. <laughs> Richland Fashion. <laughs> Is that place still open? Is that mall still open? Is Richland Fashion know. Mall still open, bro? Richland Fashion. Hold up, where is Richland Fashion? It was right there. Fucking. Oh, God damn it! It's God. <laughs> Forest Drive, right? Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Forest Drive. Is that the one? Um, is that the one that got Barnes and Noble? It had the movie theater there, the Barnes and Noble. Um, shit, man. 
Yeah, uh, I've been in there. That mall is still open. <laughs> yes, because I went to Bar- Barnes and Noble like a few months ago, and going out of Barnes and Noble, you go right into the mall. Jesus Christ! I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that name. Oh my God! Wrestling fashion. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Look, I feel like that mall should be like honestly. You can really make that mall something. You can just by the the, the looks of it or whatever, because it's kind of like. Uh, it, it feels like a hideaway, in a way. Yeah, it does, because it, it's like in the cut, in the corner. It's know? in the corner, right. It's in the corner. <laughs> like, you can really make that place sing, man, but yeah, Richland Fashion <laughs> is still open. Richland Fashion, oh, Jesus Christ. Richland Fashion is still open. Oh, it's been so long, man. It's, it's been so BC says there's a farmer's market on top now. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't know. That... That whole area, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I never. Yeah, there's several shopping centers around, man. It just, it's crazy though. It's crazy. Like Spotlight Cinemas, like the uh, the black owned movie theater, that's still open. Like, you know, I drove by it, and you know, it's still open. COVID didn't do, um, didn't impact it negatively. I put it like that. So that that's still out there. But yeah, Richland Fashion is still out there. Columbiana, obviously, that's never going to go anywhere, but. Because I think Risk, come with me, they got the carousels and all that stuff up in there. I mean, that's, um, that's the best mall they have there in Columbia. Yeah. Too. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Columbia Mall should be bigger. It should be bigger, but. Columbia Mall should be demolished. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now, granted, now, granted, I will say this, though. Now, Columbia Mall do have. They do have that that suit store up in there. I forgot the name of it. They got some fire ass suits up in there. You can get them. You can get them on the low. And this ain't bad. This ain't this ain't um second rate fabrics neither. You can just get um, you can just get all your good suits, man. Like I think like two suits for for a nice price, two piece, three piece suits, man. Some socks, some belts, some stuff like that. So they they actually got a um a geek store in that Columbia Mall. Actually, it's like in, in the top right corner. If you uh, if you go upstairs above the food court, it's right up in there. Like you can buy some stuff because I think they still have like little tournaments and stuff up in there. Uh, Columbiana has a Dave and Buster's now, like Mio Thirty Eight said. Really? So yeah, Man, yeah, they, they. I remember when Columbia Mall was nice. Columbia Mall used to be a, a very nice mall because they had they had the movie theater. There was a movie. There was actually two movie theaters. There was one as soon as you, because you fucking depending on, on where you're coming in at. Yeah, it's a movie theater like right there on the side, and then there was another movie theater like in that other shopping center, like in the back, like behind it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you remember that e, but there was a movie theater there and some, and some other shops there. That that theater been been closed down. That was long time ago and i don't know if those shops are still there but and there was a big toys r us there's a big toys r us there um by columbia mall yeah the best buy i think that, that best buy still there um by the mall it used to be nice once man it used to be nice it used to be nice yeah yeah i mean there's still several movie theaters around man like it's not just sand hill cinema it's not just spotlight it's not uh i think it's dutch square now, there's several movie theaters still out there still yeah like yeah. now you can just take your pick man i mean that there's ah uh, i forgot the name of that that one they got the um 
I look like the recliners in the bar because I've been there. Yeah, I've been there and I forgot the name of it. Man, y'all, maybe y'all can help me out because there is a movie theater that has a bar and I forgot the name of it. And I've been there, man. Like, ah, oh, that, that, that drives me up the wall now. It drives me up the wall because it's across town. And you can just chill out, just get you a drink, get you a beer or something, and just go walk into the movie theater. You good. You Gucci. Man. Oh, speaking of movies, uh, I know Uncharted that comes out in February, my birthday month, of course. And uh, Army of Thieves that comes out on Netflix on Friday, which is a prequel to Army of the Dead. Um, oh, Meals 38 just came out with something saying, but guess what though? Magnolia Mall brought back it. What? Magnolia Mall? They brought back its arcade in Florence? Like Aladdin's Castle? Holy shit, balls, dog. Well, I think I know where I'm going on Saturday. <laughs> I think I know where I'm going on Saturday. <laughs> corner going on a road trip. Man, what, what's the name of this arcade, man? Like, like, it's an open space with all of the cabinets, etc. Holy shit. Thanos Rick. I hear we, you. We, man, you, you hear this, right? I hear you. Loud and clear, brother. Loud and clear. I might just have to drive to Florence on Saturday. I might just have to do that. Just to go to this arcade, man. Like, I mean, we do have arcades up here. I, I, we do have that. You know, we ain't talking Dave and Buses, right? That's not, I wouldn't really consider that a traditional arcade. I'm talking about an arcade arcade. Yeah. But um, there is Firefly. Firefly has a little arcade up in there because they just play cards and have their own games out there, too. But, yeah. Man. But anyway, but yeah, orangephoenixmedia.com. If you click on the magazine... Um, you can uh, get your most recent issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine or well, any of the issues. These are single issues only. Now, also, if you want to subscribe to the magazine, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix for only $5 a month. You are guaranteed the magazine every single month. And I, again, I know I keep saying this, but very, 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 very soon, myself and Thanos Red will also be adding a bonus in that $5 a month column with our comments declassified. And we will be talking about uh, Moon Knight. Uh, that will be our first one. Um, a lot of people don't know about Moon Knight, but Moon Knight is coming out from Marvel Studios. So we're, we're going to get you up the breath. So if you are subscribed to the Patreon for $5 a month, you're going to get that information all visual by myself and Thanos Ray. And don't, don't forget to follow us at Orange Phoenix Tees and Orange Phoenix Media. There is another sale going on. I'm really, really, really soon, and I will be putting that up in the Geek Corner. That, that means you can join our Geek Corner page, Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, on Facebook, and I will be announcing uh, our next uh, sale that is coming on, which is up to 35 to 38% off. You got anything else for the listeners? I did. Thanos Rick. I just want Vince to get this woman roster right. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Just get the roster right. You just get the roster right. I got you. What's going on, Tuyan? Yeah, Tuyan. But hey, man, you know what else, Rick? We the kings of the north. That's all I'm saying. We the kings. And uh, we are out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, who day? I hope you guys can maintain that. Who day? Status. Think they going to beat them Bengals. Damn sure ain't Lamar Jackson or Baltimore Ravens because we cut their ass 41 to 17. Y'all going to see them again. 
Yeah, we're going to beat their ass again. We're going to bust their head to the white meat again. You know where they got to come to? They got to come to the jungle. They got to come to Paul Brown Stadium to get their head bust again. You know what? You know what? And we got to play the Jets next week. So I ain't really – I'm not saying I'm happy about the game at all. I mean, I, 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 that's, a, that's a win. Talking about J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. No, sir, you are S-U-C-K. Suck, suck, suck. That's, what, that's, that's the Jets. That team should just dissolve already. <laughs> the owners should just sell the team or dis- dissolve it because the Jets are just worthless. That's a worthless team, guys. No, I, feel, I feel sorry for them, dog. I ain't going to lie to you. Right? I'm not even going to hold you. I feel, I feel sorry for them. feel sorry for what? The Jets, man. I really do. I really do. I think the Jets did beat the Titans, though. I think the Jets beat the Titans, if I'm not mistaken. <sighs> So that again, again, this might be a trap game. So I, I you know, well, let me re, let me retract this statement. Then I, I can't just say that's an easy win for us against the Jets because we, who knows what kind of game they're gonna be bringing. I, I have no clue because this is a this a, the NFL is a fickle fickle thing. Seriously, you 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 really believe the Jets are gonna beat you? I man, listen, anything can happen any given Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, any day. All right. Just saying, just saying. I'm not saying that's going to happen. There's a small percentage that it will happen. But I'm, you know, I'm supporting my team. It ain't going to happen. It is what it is, man. But yeah, man, we are out and we will be back on Thursday, Thursday morning and uh, and Friday as well, man. You guys have a safe and awesome Monday. I'm glad you guys was able to hang out with us and have us entertain you on this Monday to get your Monday started. And uh, till next time. Peace. Peace.